Signal 50 podcast, where we talk about the hard truth about today's current events. Welcome back to the Signal 50 podcast. Uh, we're glad to be back. This is our second episode back. Lots to talk about during our hiatus, and we really appreciate you spending an hour of your day with us or an hour of your week or two hours a week. Haven't determined the schedule or the pacing of shows yet. We're having a lot of fun putting these back together again. It gives us something to do and, and frankly, an outlet for the frustration that a lot of us are feeling with current events. Bravo. Welcome back to the program. Good to have you with us. Two in a row, baby. (laughs) Two in a row. Snow back. Right. No, it's really uh, it's wonderful to be back. It's wonderful to be ta- chatting with my uh, best friend from childhood. Uh, we we were talking about current events around the lunch table in uh, middle school, and people thought we were geeks, but that's okay because right. we're still talking about it. So there you go. <laughs> just a bigger microphone now, just a big megaphone. Right. Right so right. you know, hey, hey, listen, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff going on. So you know, you, you can't you can't talk about current events without. You know, going back to the really bad week that uh, this current administration is having, you know, I'm not one to dance on somebody's grave. Okay. Oh, I am. Can I? Oh, okay. Fine. Hold on a minute. Be nice. I know. Now, Now, I've always maintained from the very beginning of this entire thing, you never root against you know, the pilot of the plane you're, you're, you're flying on, right? You don't want him to crash. True. Right? I mean, that is a good point. Yes, sir. It is. Y- you don't, but it, this, this stuff is just, it's, it's just so bad. Everything is just so bad. The policy decisions that are, that are going on, um, the fights that everybody is in over the various issues uh, that are surrounding us. Let's go through the list, shall we? Sure. You think? And you mentioned the fights. I, I, it's division. It's, oh, it's terrible amongst family members, divisions amongst extended family members, divisions amongst work, co-workers, friends. Um, and, and if you don't think a certain way, then you are instead of listened to and wanting to be uh, educated, they start going, they start canceling you. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm a firm believer. That's part of it. That's and, absolutely and, part of it. Yeah. And we here at the Signal 50 podcast want to talk about the hard truth about today's current events and that's why we're here we still can't show our faces because we'll get canceled and going through it once already it was not fun so there yeah. right so let's go through the list of 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 biden's really bad week <laughs> it, is, it, it takes it, up a whole it takes it takes up a you know a whole uh a whole eight and a half by 11 here so <laughs> Single space, college rule. Ready? Okay, so you got the Build Back Better plan. That's history. Build Back worse. Gone. Dead. Dead. On arrival. Thank you. POA. Thank God. Right. Right. We're not using it in vain, as Dan Bongino would say. Well, thank God that that thing is history. And and I got to thank Cinema and Mansion for that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, stunning defeat. You know, I would say an 80 percent victory in the Supreme Court against a vaccine mandate for employers uh, uh, with uh, over 100 employees va- mandating vaccinations and testing and all that business uh, that that failed miserably, got shot down. I still have some challenges with the other side of that uh, ruling with the healthcare people because of because of where the funding came from. It's like, yeah. why does money and funding change somebody's right to self-determination and body autonomy. I don't understand that. And and I think you're going to see a huge impact on, on healthcare delivery. People are not going to be able to get healthcare. Uh, there are many um, healthcare workers that do not want to be uh, jabbed with a, with a vaccine. That's again, well, like we said in the other show, it's not really a vaccine. It's a therapy of some sort that is not clear. <laughs> we don't know what it does. Right. Uh, and even the Pfizer CEO says it doesn't do a lot. So, right. okay. Prevent so we're going to move, move along. Right. Move along from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the massive voter fraud initiative is, is DOA. Thank God. That's the federal takeover of elections. Taking away my vote. That would not be cool. No, thanks. It's about who counts the votes. It's about who counts the votes in, in Biden's disastrous press conference last night. Uh, dating the program that's pre-recorded for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was just uh, that was just the oddest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, the filibuster, getting rid of the filibuster that, you know, um, Senator Tom Cotton, 
he entertains me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets up there and he gives a big speech in the well. Uh, you know, and it was all about preserving democracy and and we can't get rid of the filibuster. It's the last tool we use to keep you know everybody from a, a dictatorial government. Blah 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 blah. He just used Chuck Schumer's speech from years before. Okay, so moving along, I thought that was classic. That was DOA. DOA. Okay, so the Vegas odds makers on this are, are doing well. You got Russia that's really about seriously ready to invade the Ukraine again. Well, so that, that's disastrous. A disaster. I'm, but that is that a um, is that a ploy to get us into a war or divert us from what's going on here? Or th- there's a lot of questions that we can explore in other shows. But I'm I have some concerns that um, we have a hand in in egging on the Russians um, to do yep. something. And yep. quite frankly, uh, I hope um, I hope uh, uh, the, the leader there in Russia or the dictator, whatever you want to call him, uh, he has enough uh, wherewithal to, uh, to hold tight because I don't think it's going to last very long. But just, just saying, if yeah. you look at the last time, he sent troops in, cleaned it up, and then um, withdrew the troops. So, well, it's a bad deal all the way around, right? Right, right. Yeah, so we don't want it. We don't want it. That, that could that could cause a geopolitical disaster, right? Uh, and Biden's not dealing with that properly, and sending Blinken and those idiots over there, uh, the State Department guys who care more about their Spotify playlist than anything else in the world. Uh, it's just mm-hmm. unbelievable incompetence and ineptitude. I've never seen that before. Okay. So we're going to send $300 million to the Taliban in aid. Uh, Not that we gave him enough already, like a whole base. And- 85, 85 billion Bagram air base, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Tens and tens of hundreds of thousands of weapons. Yeah. Great. Awesome. What a bunch of morons. Unbelievable. So, you know, after, after the disastrous pullout from Afghanistan that nobody is talking about. Mm-hmm. We've got inflation at an all-time high. What are we at, 9.7%? Well, they're admitting 7, but you have to add plus or minus 10, <laughs> I think. All right. From a personal point of view, Alpha, I got to tell you, I go to the gas pump. I look at how much I'm paying per gallon, which is about 360-ish, whatever it is. And all I can say out loud, and people are around me, I really want to say FJB, but I can't. Um, I say, let's go, Brandon. And I get oh, yeah. very upset and uh, people are uh, chuckling on the other side of the pump because, you know, they have one on each side and they're chuckling. So, well, that that that's just unbelievable. So yeah. everybody understands inflation is, you know, more dollars competing for fewer goods. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have been to the store lately. You see the shelves empty. You know, they, they really are. It's crazy. Well, they really are. I went to go buy produce the other day. And they're, they're, the the produce department's empty. The meat department is empty. The dairy de- Okay, I shop on the outer ring of the grocery store. Yeah. Okay. There's there's like maybe one or two items that I buy from the center ring of the grocery store. You know the the all the crap. Right. Okay. Your healthiest foods always on the outside wrong mm-hmm. uh, aisles of your grocery store. That's just the way it is. Meat, dairy, produce, all absolutely devastated there is no meat dairy or produce available in my area sparse not around can't find it nothing we're not There's sure no- we're getting it in that's a that's a famous line yeah yeah you know, and we're supposed to be eating healthy for this virus thing aren't we well so be- i guess yeah unless they just want you to uber eats because nancy pelosi's got uber stock or something or yep. grubhub yeah mm-hmm so the economy is definitely tanking. You got empty store shelves. That's 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 a thing that's impacting people's daily lives. And it's it's really a thing, especially in my area. Other areas, let us know. But it's happening here. You've got a massive worker shortage. Nobody wants to work, which I think is contributing to the empty store shelves. You got nobody to stock the shelves. And I'm here to tell you, at least in my area, there's a lot of sick people here. A lot of people have COVID. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have COVID. Well, it's if you think about just from the public health point of view, which the message has been uh, garbled and uh, thrown in three different directions because no one knows but one side of the the 
the the coin is doing uh if you're if you're sick get a test you can't get a test but you're still sick but if you have if you have covid then wait five days and then go to work but those who are unvaccinated can't work because they don't have a vaccine but thank goodness for the supreme court but uh you had biden jumping up and down saying and uh saki saying we're going to ignore the court and we're going to still make have mandates i'm like uh did you just that's not how this works i know (laughs) so there's a huge messaging issue which is leading towards the implosion of of this um biden regime but people don't want to work because they don't know when they can work and they're they're going to stay home because they i'm sick i don't i don't feel well well what is it uh five days from the onset of symptoms or five days after a positive covid test or a negative COVID test. And can you get a COVID test? The and answer, well, well, that was another, that's another disaster for the Biden administration. Right. Is Kamala's uh, little interview, uh, where do I get a COVID test? Well, we just put an order in, blah, 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 blah. Well, just Google it. You can find a COVID test. Just Google it. Google it. You know, okay, she's a disaster too. Right, so. right. And I don't like Google. I like uh, using other things other than Google because I don't need them. Well, you know, Kamala, she's part of the big machine, so she likes right. Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it's been a, it's been a tough week for the Biden administration and, you know, I'm going to, I'm not, I'm not laughing about it. Okay. Because a tough week for the administration is a tough week for the American people. And us, me and you. Well, the American people in general, the, the, the Royal we, okay. This is very bad. Mm -hmm. You had all these people that worked, uh, for these companies that were for whatever reason or another, working for companies that have over a hundred employees, right? They're mm-hmm. panicking about, I don't want to get vaxxed. I'm going to get vaxxed. I'm going to lose my job. And the deadline was a few days ago. So you had people scrambling around trying to figure out what they're going to do with their lives. Mm-hmm. You've had a lot of people laid off or fired in advance of this mandate business that refuse to get vaccinated for whatever reason, because they've had COVID because they've got uh, 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 a disqualifying condition to get the vaccine. Cause they actually consulted a physician and the mm-hmm. physician said, Hey, this is a really bad idea. Instead of the former cashier at the Publix jabbing you in the arm with something that's going to give you blood clots and kill you, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, so increased possibility. How's that? Look sound? at the stress level that this administration is placing on the average American. Huge. 7% inflation is a round number, right? What is 7% inflation? Mm. That is the largest, fastest, regressive tax mm-hmm. on the American people in, in, in the United States. If you're making $100,000, nope, that's 93000 now. Mm-hmm. Your purchasing power is dropped 7%. Some may even argue, like you said before, add 10% to that. Mm-hmm shortages in the supply chain are adding huge amounts of money to the purchase price of durable goods Mm -hmm. washers dryers refrigerators cars furniture appliances furniture you name it right okay so there's another tax on you where your money's not going to go too far so this economy is sitting at a a really delicate tipping point almost depression i would it, it really is it really is. It'll be the Great Depression of the 21st century if we keep this up. Uh, have- we don't have too much longer to go before we begin to have real serious problems, I'm afraid. And, yeah, and just, just as a clarification, you know, Peter Navarro talked about stagflation, right? So you have uh, an economy that's tanking and prices are going up with few goods. Uh, you have um, basically um, thrown every shoe you can find into the economy to sabotage it. And those are policies that were, you know, that big pile of executive orders Biden had on his desk and he started signing stuff. What am I signing? I don't know what I'm signing. Well, thank you very little because now you just tank the whole economy. Appreciate it. Just like Obamacare, you got to pass the bill to see what's inside of it. You know, these these weren't even bills. These were executive orders. Well, I I understand that. And, And these these executive orders, executive orders are never really supposed to impact your your citizen on the street because he can't legislate from the uh, executive office, right? From the from the Oval Office where Biden doesn't even sit. I'm pretty sure Susan Rice has taken up uh, an encampment in the Oval Office with Obama, and and they kicked Joe Biden to the old executive office building to his little TV studio across the street. 
And just uh, just so you notice uh, that they're worried about something because these big concrete walls are going up around the White House, but no announcement as to why. So nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Exactly. Nothing to see here. Uh, well, okay. That being said, none of that is cheerful news. It's not good news, um, except for uh, the Supreme Court loss um, and the Build Back Better loss and and anything that's going to cost us trillions of dollars that Biden and his little progressive band uh, of the Democratic Party want to spend. So those kinds of things going down in flames are are good. That means the system is working as it should. Um, we don't want to lose the filibuster. Gridlock is a good thing. Yes. And people don't like that or, you know, depends on what side of the aisle you're sitting on. Uh, I, I find it amazingly awesome to have gridlock right now because I don't want any of this stuff to pass. It's going to ruin the country. So, well, we're not even talking about the, the immigration crisis that's raging on the Southern border still. Mm -hmm. That, that hasn't gone away. No, and they're letting people to come in because they're trying to make up numbers for us who are the citizens of this country don't like what's going on. They're, they're population replacement. Population replacement, exactly. And even the Hispanics have a, a very dim view of the Biden administration. I think the approval rating from them was between 23 and 26 percent. Yeah, it's not even close to uh, uh, getting close to the 15 percent mark. <laughs> he keeps going the opposite direction. Yeah, he's in tr he's in trouble. That's right. He's in real trouble. And, you know, you've got it's just it's just bad all the way around. Right. And and like you said, Alpha, I get it. I mean, I'm inside. I'm kind of like, oh, Biden's failing. I get it. But it is affecting us all yes. in a way. You have a very good point there. Um, I still don't like him. Even though. Well, I don't like him either. So I, I think we we've we've beat that horse to death. And, and now we need to move on to something else a little bit more. I'm going to change the change the slide. You know, the, the episode is 69. We're going to call this understanding DARPA. Now a little background here, right? We've all been living for the last two years plus with a virus that came from where we're going to say Wuhan, China to the Wuhan virology lab. Okay. Yep. And we're going to, we're just, we're going to say it because I, I think we can all accept that no matter where you're sitting. Okay. I think we can all accept the fact that this is not a necessarily a naturally occurring human virus. Um, it was tampered with and a product of some sort of modification or research that was done for reasons. We'll get into those in just a minute. We'll get into that in a minute. And nobody in this country, you know, we're spending tens of millions of dollars prosecuting people that walk through the Capitol building, which I acknowledge fully was a really bad idea. Mm -hmm. We're sending SWAT teams to Roger Stone's house because he spoke out against the government. Mm -hmm. We're persecuting people ruining their lives people are being held without bail in solitary confinement over january 6th and we're making a very big deal about it we're subpoenaing kevin mccarthy for his testimony for january 6th he had nothing to do with any of that okay so we are committing an act of professional political theater downtown dc um and nobody is asking the question and nobody is getting down to the root cause of who what where when why and how of covid19 or coronavirus right right, right. i mean they seem to be um you watch the movie where uh the the dog that talks in the in the movie up and they look at a squirrel and the squirrel runs across and squirrel and it, you divert the attention um this january 6th stuff i gotta be honest with you uh was a diversion away from allowing the process to occur uh, to challenge the election. The Democrats knew that they had to cover up something, in my opinion, again, but I'm just looking at tea leaves here. They had to cover up how they, they basically, I think they stole it, but they, they, they didn't want the challenge process to happen. And they've been trying to kick this can down the road, but all the states are now coming up and saying, 
we're looking into this and we are not happy with how right. things happen. Right. And again, right. that's a whole nother show for another time. But yeah. I think that's the real main issue, Alpha. I think you're you're trying to divert attention yeah. away from what's going on. Um, you know what's really going on, which we're right. talking about right now. This is a giant exercise called wag the dog. Mm -hmm. We went through a list of really bad things that are going on. And they're trying to pull a lot of that oxygen out of the room with the January 6th nonsense that's going on in the Capitol building. Okay. Now I'm an American. You're an American. I'm a patriot. You're a patriot. I don't want to see my fellow Americans suffer. I don't want to see anybody suffer from a, a an illness. Okay. Right. I don't want to see it. It's horrible. We don't want anybody to be sick. We don't want any, certainly don't want people to die from something like this. Correct. Nobody has yet answered the question or done an investigation to what extent and who is involved or responsible for the creation of this little demon, right? Okay. So everybody in our audience is probably very familiar with Project Veritas, right? Yes. Very, very much familiar and a big admirer. Right Absolutely. Here. James O'Keefe and his people are the only news outlet journalistic enterprise engaged in investigative journalism, real investigative journalism. Mm -hmm. Now, several months ago, there was a leak of some documents that came out of DARPA. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to explain, okay, this is my area of expertise, all right? Bravo has his area of expertise. This is my area of expertise. And I'm going to explain what DARPA is and what was the cause for the documents that we've seen from Project Veritas that were just recently verified. What was their genesis? Where did they come from? What was their purpose? And then we're going to move and we're going to talk a little bit about the specifics. And then we're going to move to see what's being done about it. Okay. So that's how the show is going to go today. So, okay. Now we're all aware of DARPA. Uh, you're hearing about it on the news. You were watching it. You may or may not be familiar with it. DARPA is a science and technology organization that is funded by all the branches of the military as a research and development um, arm. It's called the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, hmm. D-A-R-P-A. -A. Sounds very governmental. It is very governmental. And there are some very, very super... Look, I've got some exposure to DARPA. Um, I used to work with one of the former directors of DARPA, a super smart guy. Uh, sat on the board of directors of a company that I worked for. I sat with him uh, as a tech advisor on a number of different issues. Super, super great guy. Very bright. Very These these are the big flick thinkers. Mm -hmm. Okay. These are the guys that are thinking of, you know, 20 years ago, they're like, um, we need to put laser beams uh, on ships. Mm -hmm. 20 years ago. Mm. And then they said, well, we're going to get some money and we're going to put out what's called a broad agency announcement. It's called a BAA on the screen for everybody is a broad agency announcement definition. OK, now. The documents that have been exposed were the product of a response to a broad agency announcement. Now, let me tell you what that is. Read the definition for you if you're listening on podcast. A broad agency announcement, or a BAA, is under FAR 35.016. FAR is the Federal Acquisition Requirements, Part 35, Paragraph 01, Section 016, is a notice from the government that requests scientific or research and development proposals from private firms concerning certain areas of interest to the government that is not related to the development of a specific system or hardware procurement. Mm. A BAA doesn't provide the standard statement of work as a normal request for proposal mm. would, but rather details a problem statement and challenges and solicits an innovative solution. 
the so proposal goes beyond. I just want to clarify. This goes beyond a request for a proposal. Like you want to come up with a, a shiny new uh, ray gun. Uh, no, no, no. How does it work? Okay. It's not. We want to come up with a shiny new ray gun. Uh-huh. It's the problem statement. Work it backwards. Ah. Okay. Okay. So, okay, so I'll use I'll use uh, laser weapons as an example. They didn't come out and say, we need to develop laser weapons necessarily. They said, we have threats that we cannot defeat with kinetic weapons. Mm-hmm. What is industry's proposed solution to a threat that cannot be con- uh, uh, a kinetic threat that cannot be defeated with a hard kill solution? Mm-hmm. Hard kill means another kinetic interceptor. I see. And industry said, geez, you know, let's look at rail guns. Let's look at rockets and let's look at uh, the Sea Whiz system. And let's look at this and let's go through the list of things that we've got in the toolbox. And they're like, nope, sharks with laser beams. That's the only thing we can do to stop that. <laughs> so a BAE or a Raytheon or a Lockheed Martin or a General Dynamics or one of the big, um, you know, uh, one of the big defense contractors, SAIC, Lidos. Harris, any one of those big name companies, Boeing, mm-hmm. they've got separate divisions that work on research and development products, not necessarily systems. They take the problem statements from the government. They say, okay, what do we have to do to fix this problem? Right? All right. That sounds clear. They, they work it backwards. Okay. So now we're going to go back to the purpose of the BAA. The proposals submitted by the private firms may lead to contracts. All right. So the purpose of a BAA, the purpose of a BAA, this is the definition from the government, so everybody's clear. The purpose of a BAA is to conduct basic and applied research in the early planning stages of a potential program. The research is intended to give the government a better understanding of the technical challenge a future potential program may face and to plan accordingly. So the solution that the contractor develops after submission of their concept paper under the BAA is reviewed, right? Yep. There are areas of interest that like a DARPA would have or an army would have, or the Marine Corps would have their BAAs. They put them out for novel concepts. Okay. Good. Got it. Got it. Now, stage one, make me a white paper. I have a problem statement. You know, we have to understand bio, uh, I believe the response that EcoHealth Alliance put into the DARPA BAA was under biotechnology. Okay. Obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Because DARPA does more than just weapon systems and they do nuclear weapons and hypersonics and those kinds of high tech solutions. They do biotechnology as well. You know, identification of DNA challenges, identification personnel in the field, those high tech solution challenges. So they put in a paper. Stage one, put oh, in a paper. So remember the names, everyone. Eco Health Alliance. Hmm. Where have I heard that name before? Peter Dasak. Thank you. All right. So Peter Dasak and his band of merry men respond to DARPA's open BAA. They put out an open BAA every year. Okay. And or every year or every two years. They can modify it, they can amend it. And these topics stay open so they can collect novel approaches from industry for a long period of time. Okay. Got it. They take it and they have an officer or a fellow review the proposed solution. This was what they put in was some kind of a bit off topic. They were looking for funding to do research on coronaviruses and bats. They wanted to do research. They wanted to just they Look were at a virus, say, hmm, what does it make it work? And that research included gain of function. Uh, which back in season one, do you remember we had this little long chat about bioweapons? <laughs> we called it a bioweapon. Okay. The gain of function is a new term. It's the nouveau term, I guess. For, for right. My All right. So on the screen, here's here's an article. That that'll outline it. We'll we'll put a link somewhere, and we'll we'll get you some information on it in the Project Veritas documents. Okay, so they put the paper in, and the first stage of a BAA response is a fellow at DARPA, in this case, a Marine Corps fellow, a major who's a subject matter expert in biotechnology, 
reviewed it and he's like, oh, uh, okay, the normal flow is a fellow will review it. If they find your idea novel, they'll go to a proposal, an enhanced white paper. You set up white paper. Okay, great. Then sometimes the DARPA BAAs or BAAs in general will say, I want an advanced, uh, an enhanced white paper with with a ROM, a raw, rough order of magnitude cost to perform the a scope of work that you're proposing in your enhanced white paper. The third stage is a full proposal, and the fourth stage is a BAA award or funding. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this gentleman at the Marine Corps, a major who's in charge of reading this response to the BAA, sometimes put some people throw stuff in there Mm -hmm. because, hey, my buddy works over at DARPA and I got this little pet project and it'd be really neat if the government would give me, you know, $20 million to do the research. Sounds kind of kind of kind of like an inside job uh, and just right. It can be. It can mm. be. Generally speaking, DARPA is a straight shooting organization, as you as you'll see, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. So what winds up happening is they review the material. The EcoHealth Alliance goes ahead and puts in the uh, BAA. They outline gain of function testing that they want to do on novel coronaviruses in bats. Mm. Okay. Sounds like a great idea. Not <laughs> anyway. Go. Marine Corps fellow reviewing the material said, "Whoa, time out! Whoa, time time out! Time out!" Yeah. His response was something along the lines of, "This violates convention. Mm. This is not something that we are going to fund because it's gain of function testing. There's a specific prohibition against." Biological virology gain of function testing because of its danger. When some dude from an agency named DARPA who develops hypersonic weapons, nuclear technologies, laser guns, laser beams on sharks and way out there shit that Mm -hmm. you've never even heard of in your entire life that you can only imagine. Like they, they DARPA funded a plane. They launched it like six months ago. It's been orbiting the earth for six months. Right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Fuel stops. Yeah. No refueling. No, no refueling. No nothing. This this uh, is the stuff that these guys are into. When this guy says, "Whoa, that's too dangerous." Mm. Time out, man. We're not going to play with viruses. We'd rather play with nuclear weapons and hypersonic missiles. Mm. So you they know you have a problem. Following the rules. This major was actually following the rules. Absolutely. Uh, it was in 2010, I believe, 2012, somewhere around there. That Obama actually said no. No making bioweapons. No gain of function. Bad, no gain of function. Bad, bad, bad. And who was in charge uh, during that time of the NIH and the NIDH? Uh, what's his Fauci. name? Fauci. Hmm. He doesn't take okay, so, very well, does he? So let's look at it this way. This BAA and the response from the major was in 2018 or 2019. So this is recent history. Right, right. Now, Come to find out that DARPA, it was like a game of mother may I. Hi, mm-hmm. DARPA. Hi, Dar- Daddy DARPA. Can I have some money to conduct my gain of function research? No. No. <laughs> well, can't. Peter Peter Daszak and the, and the EcoHealth Alliance, well, they said, well, shucks. I'll go ask. I'll go ask Mommy Fauci for money mm-hmm. because, Fauci. you know, I'm his buddy. I've known Anthony Fauci for years. He's head of the NIH. I'll just go talk to him about it. And what does Fauci do? He funds the entire thing through NIAID, which he was the head of, Mm. at the Wuhan Institute of Virology and in facilities in the United States. Whatever happened to the saying, no means no? I mean, is that something they never learned as children? I'm just wondering. That that drives me absolutely crazy. It's not. It's worse than that. Oh, it's like, Daddy, can I play with that loaded handgun on the table? No, son, that would be a really bad idea because, you know, if you you do something wrong, somebody could seriously get hurt. Mommy, can I pick up that handgun? Sure, bang, somebody dies. I mean, this is that is exactly the scenario here. And it sounds like, uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so 
Fast forward a little bit into the story, and you've got a lot of damning evidence and emails and and the BAA itself. Mm -hmm. Fauci's fingerprints are all over it. They were funded through NIAID. And this was the research that most probably developed coronavirus. You mean the Wuhan flu? Yeah, the Wuhan flu, right. Our money went through an approval process through a federal agency. They said, no, please don't do this. We're not going to fund it. It's too dangerous. Went and, and there's a prohibition against this. Went to somebody else that said, yeah, no problem. Here's your money. We'll send it. Or we'll farm it out to China. Go ahead. We've got some labs here in the United States. I can shuttle you some money for this research. Go ahead and do it. So what this goes to show is that our tax dollars Ugh. funded the largest catast- biological catastrophe to befall this planet. Now, I'd like you, my, my, my co-host, to go ahead and hit the play button on the response that we're going to post. Uh, there was a, the major who wrote the response to the BAA. His name was on it. Mm-hmm. And these documents were out there. Now, it's important to note that he did not release these documents. Mm-hmm. These documents were hidden away in some kind of a top secret. Why they were hidden away in a top secret um, location, I don't know. Also, in these documents uh, on this BAA were potential curatives or curatives for coronavirus. Mm. And what were those two curatives? Ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. That's exactly correct. So they knew it right from the start. They knew it from the start that that would be the way to stop this in the crib. That's correct. That was part of the statement of work to use those two drugs for treatments. So let me go ahead. It was all, it was all hidden. Go ahead and play that. This is Candace Owens. Yep. Here reading the response uh, uh, from the major. Please play okay. that. Yep. And uh, James O'Keefe asked this person, um, you know, would you like to make a comment about this video? And here is what this Marine said. I offer no comment on the investigation or internal Marine Corps deliberations. I offer a brief comment to those that desire answers and to those that withhold them. To those seeking answers, I offer encouragement. There are good people striving for the truth, working together in and out of government, and they succeed. To those that withhold, I pray for you. Find the moral courage to come forward. Don't let a lie be our legacy to posterity. People will forgive. A commitment to truth is in the heart of this nation. Semper Fi. I found that to be so powerful. I mean, you have a Marine that is privy to this information, this classified information that James O'Keefe has essentially declassified to the public, and he is saying there is something here, and I'm trying to encourage everyone um, who's hiding this to come out and, and to be brave and to tell tell the truth. I mean, what, how is Dr. Fauci not in prison? Station 51, KMG 365. There you have it. Right from Candace's mouth. Right from the Marine Corps Major Fellow's mouth. Now, leads me back to the largest, most consequential consequential event to happen, aside from world wars and, you know, 9-11, etc. The event, I will call it this, and maybe you can agree or disagree, but the event that has taken place in this world that has affected more people than than any other event in the history in, in recorded history or since the formation of this country is the pandemic that we've just we're, we're still going through yeah everybody is affected the economy is affected everybody's jobs are affected uh, people's health are affected we've got a lot of people that are dead because of this mm-hmm. This is just, and, and we're just talking about the United States. Look at places like Italy, France, Australia, which is now a penal colony again. Um, yep. We have we have suffered under this for two years from something that our own government told the EcoHealth Alliance was too dangerous to play with. They went around their back. They went to Dr. Fauci. He paid for it. We funded it. It went to Wuhan. It got loose. And we did this to the world. How come nobody in Congress is talking about this? Now we're going to move forward. Mm-hmm. 
That was a magic question though, Alpha. I got to tell you that. And just as a side note, um, Fauci has uh, shown himself to be a tyrant and a dictator drunk with power. And that's my, that's my assessment. He uh, has, has done nothing but want to run his own agenda driven by the idea that I don't know. I, I can't get inside the guy's head. The only thing I'm, I'm watching from the outside alpha is the fact that Fauci constantly keeps telling his, his narrative that he's going to save the world. He's got some kind of Napoleon complex. I don't know what it is, but it's disgusting. And I, I called it when we, in season one, that he's a fraud and I'm standing by it. Just letting well, you. It, it's worse than that. Instead of answering the questions. Mm-hmm. To help everybody get to the bottom of this thing and find some truth and find an end to this nonsense. And a solution that would have stopped this in the crib. Literally. Correct. There were there were curatives that were right off the bat, everybody knew what they were. And they covered those up. For what reason I have no idea. That's that's something we're gonna have to discover down the road. Mm-hmm. But it's clear that there's an, a secondary agenda here. Instead of Fauci, you know, Fauci's turned this. Everybody has turned um, the exchanges between him. I'm going to take this off the screen because we're going to talk about this for another second. Mm-hmm. He's taken the exchanges between him and Rand Paul. And Rand Paul is the one that's digging at him. Mm-hmm. And because Rand Paul's a, a physician, he's not a dummy. Right. And turning it into a personal battle, Fauci's turning into, instead of answering the questions, he's like, oh, well, I'm getting death threats. Who cares? Well, you bastard. <laughs> he almost got gunned down on a, on a soft, on a baseball diamond and right. his neighbor broke four of his ribs. He had to have a piece of his lung removed because his neighbor's a crazy person. Mm-hmm. Democrat. Yep. Okay. So uh, he doesn't want to hear it. That's the last guy on the face of the earth that, that wants to hear this crap. And, and not to mention the fact that he was walking back from an event at the White House and oh, yeah, yeah. considered on the wrong side of the of the, the aisle, they harangued and harassed and threatened him and his wife. And it's disgusting. So, Fauci, you have nowhere. You have no standing. No, no standing. Not only that, you have no one to blame but yourself because you put us in this. Right. So he, all he does is deflect and turn this into a personal thing and say, oh, I'm not going to take this. He won't answer the questions because he can't. He's deflecting. Now, let's move on. What is anybody going to do about this? Because funny ask, well, funny ask. Right. So that's the point of the whole program today. Yep. The most consequential event in the history, in my history, in yours, in our grandparents history. Aside from nine eleven, and and let's not belittle those, but right. there's a there's a dude out there. His name is Madison Cawthorn. Okay, he pens a letter to the Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin. This is January twelfth of twenty twenty two. The Honorable Lloyd Austin. We're going to put this up on our Telegram page for everybody to check this out. Rochelle Walensky. She's the director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. She's a, she's a dope. You've got Lloyd Austin. He's he's a dope. Yep. Wearing his double masks and his visor, he still gets COVID with his triple vax, and he's driving everybody crazy in the in the services. Right. And Xavier Bacara, who's the Secretary of Health and Human Services. Ugh, another waste of space. He is a waste of space. Now I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna cut to the chase here. This is going to, this program is going to be a little bit long, but I'm going to cut to the chase here. There's a big narrative. I'll, I'll just read it. I'll read it. Okay. Just read it for the audience that's listening because y- you need to read this letter. Mm-hmm. This is the only guy, Madison Cawthorn and his co-signers will get to of this letter. They're only ones doing anything about this. While all the Democrats are just worried about trying to disqualify Republicans from running for office in 2022. Doesn't that just show, doesn't that just show clearly that they have nowhere to go? And because they're so concerned about the narrative and they don't, they don't stand on principle. So this just, just kind of goes all hand in hand with, are you going to stand on your principle? Are you going to stand from the teachings of God and, and what, what, what his teachings are? Are you going to put your trust in a government or a person uh, who's a false God? 
And one of the Ten Commandments was, you should not put any false gods in front of me. So I'm just putting it out there. Um, that's That to me is the whole the whole essence of this issue. Well, it just goes to show me that the Democrats are only interested in power and not what doing what's right. But anyhow, I digress. Okay, so I'm going to read the letter for everybody's benefit here. We're going to be able to put this on the uh, Telegram page so yep. everybody can see it. On January 20th, 2020, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, confirmed the first case of COVID-19 in the United States from samples taken on January 18th in the state of Washington. But for many of us, the pandemic truly started with two weeks to stop the spread, announced on March 16th of 2020. Mm. Since then, Americans have endured lockdowns, the looming specter of infection and illness, and unprecedented medical mandates. Now, nearly two years later, the question remains, what is the true origin of the coronavirus, also known as SARS-CoV-2? For the most part, our legacy media has not been much help willfully neglecting to investigate the improbable claims of Chinese Communist Party propagandists and mindlessly repeating bureaucratic talking points. Too often, our media uses headlines to sensationalize the mundane, allowing the pursuit of ratings to obscure the significant. Mm. Media coverage of the U.S. Senator Rand Paul's intense questioning of Dr. Fauci stands as a classic example. The media portrayed this as an interpersonal political conflict. Irascible senator versus put-upon public servant. Mm. But there is much more to the story. Senator Paul's questions countered by Dr. Fauci's smug, egocentric, and obfuscatory responses illuminated an issue that, if proven true, will be remembered as one of the biggest scandals in American history, namely whether the United States had, through its official medical apparatus, contributed to the creation of the coronavirus by the CCP scientists in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Recently, new information has come to light detailing just how this may have occurred and by what methods a cover-up may have evolved. These documents appear to substantiate not only Senator Paul's and others' critiques of Dr. Fauci, but also the cloud of suspicion that the frankly unbelievable bureaucratic answers to simple questions have generated over the last two years. Based upon the evidence presented by leaked official documents, we demand answers to the following questions. Now I'm going to take a break here. Mm. It's a pretty uh, forthright and uh, in your face to Fauci uh, 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 calling out. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now, we gave you the background in the beginning of the program on what DARPA is, what DARPA does, and the mechanism by which the EcoHealth Alliance went ahead and tried to get funding for their research. We also gave you the response from DARPA, which was a, a bright, shining, double-barreled middle finger, go somewhere else, we're not funding this because you're not supposed to do this. Okay. Right. Now, there are several points within this letter that I'm going to read. These are questions that need to be answered. Number one, was the DARPA report referenced in Project Veritas's video of January 10th, 2022, actually hidden in a top secret shared drive? And if so, why? Mm. What, number two, what is the DARPA protocol for determining whether a report should be classified or unclassified? Further, who at DARPA is responsible for withholding release of the original report detailing the issues with the proposed EcoHealth Alliance project? Number three, if the inclusion of this report in a top-secret folder was a mistake, what is the DARPA protocol for ensuring that this type of mistake does not recur? Number four, did Dr. Fauci and or NIAID fund Project Diffuse? That was the study. Diffuse, Project Diffuse, was the study of novel coronavirus in bats, okay, for everybody out there, at facilities in Wuhan and in the U.S., as alleged by Major Joseph Murphy in a report to the Inspector General. Joseph Murphy wrote a report for the Inspector General 
that outlined the reasons why this BAA was denied and the, all of the surrounding circumstances. It's important for us to note to you, this is not me reading, that Joseph Murphy was the one who penned that response that Candace Owens presented. He did not release these documents. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to continue reading. Even after DARPA rejected the idea because it came too close to violating regulations against game-of-function research. Further, what facilities in the U.S. also participated in this research? Five. Millions of Americans suffered as curatives were hidden for unknown reasons. To what extent, if any, was there any attempt to suppress potential curatives identified in Major Murphy's report? Number six. What is the extent of EcoHealth's alliance collaboration with the Wuhan Institute of Virology in the creation of SARS-CoV-2? Seven. Did the NIH, NIAID, and or EcoHealth Alliance change the definition of gain-of-function research with an eye to bypass the moratorium of gain-of-function research? Number eight. Do Dr. Fauci, NIH, or NIAID recognize the danger that nebulous definitions of gain-of-function research pose to the international health? Number nine, was Dr. Fauci party to or co-conspirator with any effort to mislead the American public? Was he aware of NIH funding of gain-of-function research and the true origin of the coronavirus? Mm. These are direct questions. Now I'm going to finish reading the last page of the letter. Answers to these questions are necessary to assign responsibility for a pandemic that has stolen the lives of many, deprived millions of school children of their education, and bankrupted small businesses. In our system of government, based on popular representation, honest answers are a must, forming the basis for accountability and preparation for other crises that may arise. In our capacities as members of the U.S. House of Representatives, we demand answers to restore faith in our institution and organs of government, faith that has been tested by continued dissembling from those in charge. With honest, fact-based fact answers, we may collectively turn the page in this chapter of history and move forward. As Thomas Jefferson said, honesty is the first chapter in the Book of Wisdom. We look forward to your forthright, thoughtful, and timely responses. Signed, Madison Cawthorn, Diana Harshbarger, Randy Weber, Bill Posey, Lisa McLean, and Matt Getz. Well, you want to put bets on how long it takes for them to get back to them? <laughs> Well, I don't suppose that uh, the CDC director, uh, Health and Human Services, or the Department of Defense are going to be too speedy, but I know that there is a process when the Department of Defense receives a letter from a, con a congressperson mm -hmm. uh, or a senator or a member of the House of Representatives essentially mm -hmm. a larger house. There's a process that they have to go through. Mm -hmm. And these people right now um, are absolutely jumping through their asses to formulate some kind of a response uh, to this letter. They have 72 hours to acknowledge and write a preliminary response. I'm not sure about CDC or HHS. I'm sure that the process is very similar. Now, what will wind up happening is They'll get a response. They have to have a response. Mm -hmm. They have to. By law, they have to respond. This letter is very consequential. Mm -hmm. Now, what the Congress or the Senate will do with this response is when they come back, um, that's, that's an unknown. But I'm sure that Matt Gates and Madison Cawthorn and his ilk won't hesitate to publish any unclassified response. Mm-hmm. So I think from the beginning of the program, we understand some of the evolution of coronavirus, where it came from, and now we're getting into the blame phase. 
And I think you've got some members of Congress, uh, House of Representatives that are, they're done. Yep. I, I, I can see um, that this, this may be the turning point where they have to answer these types of questions and, and stand in front of, uh, be accountable for it. Um, part of me is like, are they going to try and hide this? And your description alpha is the fact that uh, now they don't have a choice. Now they have to stand and, and describe and, and explain and Fauci needs to be held to account. There's gotta be, uh, I know that uh, Marjorie uh, Congresswoman uh, Green is looking to get Fauci fired and investigated and, and uh, prosecuted. So there seems to be some momentum going in the right direction in this. We'll have to see. This is called the congressional. Mm -hmm. When from personal experience, when you have a problem and a congressperson gets involved and the congressperson calls the SecDef's office, his, his military uh, liaison, whoever the congressional person is, con congressman or a senator, they have uh, military advisors that help them with military stuff sure. in their office. They'll send a note to their counterpart in the SecDef's office, the Secretary of Defense's office, the um, assistant, uh, the DASADEC, Mm -hmm. uh, or the assistant secretary of the army's office. And they'll say, yeah, my boss wants some answers to this, these questions. And, uh, I hate to do this to you, but, but, you know, this is the process, uh, Bill, I'm really sorry. I'll buy you a beer next time I see you because we went to West point together and I need a response back within 72 hours. Hmm. And everything stops at the SecDef's office right now. Everything is stopped. They're answering these questions. All right. To the best or to the best of their ability or to the extent possible in an unclassified environment. Let's let's add, let me ask this as an, in an, an uh, ideal world and uh, in my hopes. Okay. So is this a chance for these other agencies to gang up on Fauci and throw, throw him under the bus? Is that a possibility? Well, let me put myself in Lloyd Austin's shoes. First of all, he's a political actor. Mm. But if I were him, his his response should be DARPA falls under me under Department of Defense. Mm. DARPA did review it. I will answer the questions that are directly related to my area of responsibility about the classification of documents. I will get on the phone to DARPA. I'll talk to the director. I'll find out where the documents were stored. I'll find out how they were stored. You know, you got to look at the questions and see who they're directed to in what areas. Mm -hmm. And his answers are how to, ha how to, how to, how to classified information get handled. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, if this was classified, how, how was it put here and blah, 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 blah. The department of defense, they denied the request for funding. Mm. So if I were Lloyd Austin, I would say, yep, a mistake was made or tell what happened, mm -hmm. and, you know, not lie about it. But if they tried to intentionally conceal, mm. that's going to be a problem for them later on. But usually biological stuff like this stays in a classified environment, right? Mm -hmm. So need to know stuff. That's very interesting. Uh, CDC director. NIH falls within CDC. Mm -hmm. um, they got a lot of answering to do. Yeah, I think I think that's where the the knives come out, figuratively, not literally, but figuratively. They're going to no. start blaming. No, no. no this is literal. This is now a knife fight. Oh, all right. I was trying to be nonviolent. <laughs> no, no, no. This is this 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 just turned into a very very serious problem for uh, the CDC director. Um, mm. You better come with some answers. Mm -hmm. When a congressperson tells you to jump and you're a bureaucrat, you better jump. Yeah, yeah. There's accountability, some, some sort, hopefully. Well, I, I will tell you this. I, I think we can all read the tea leaves, and I think we all see what's coming in 2022. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And these people's best bet are they have two, they have two choices at this point. Comply with the documentary requests. Answer the questions, 
Mm-hmm. They can slow roll it until the election. They can. They can slow roll because nobody in Congress is going to do anything. Right. Well, you got a speaker that's not going to put this first and foremost. She's she's more worried about January 6th PS than uh, what's going on. with. Well, she's distracting us with January 6th PS. Right. I don't think she's worried about it. I, I think it's a it's a tool to keep you distracted from this. Correct. Yeah. A squirrel. A squirrel. Yeah. Right. Look, shiny object. Okay. So they can slow roll for quite a long time, probably. I don't know what the procedures for uh, responses to a congressional are from CDC or Health and Human Services. I don't know those procedures. I only know DOD, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, Two things can happen. Mm -hmm. They can respond, and they can burn the entire administration down to the ground. Mm -hmm. Or they can slow roll, resign, and say, not my fault, later on. Yeah. Well, 2022 is coming and there's going to be some accountability in 2022. These people don't have much time to get their heads out of their rectums. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, you know what the sad part of all this is alpha is the fact that yes, this is all, this is all after the fact where people have suffered, as they said in the letter where people have needlessly and died because they didn't get the medication they really should have had because, uh, and this has all got to come out, but, I mean, it all comes back to Fauci, and uh, yes. I, I'm predicting right now uh, if if he if he gets away with this, he's going to have to answer to a higher power um, someday. Um, but it's it's sad because a lot of people died and a lot of people suffered, and this this country was torn apart because of uh, maniacal. Um, uh, Mis- misconduct, I guess. That's really what this is. Well, and, and I hate to think of the blowback that's going to happen when everybody discovers what really happened. Yeah. But then again, you know, we're just uh, conspiracy theorist wackos out there. And uh, when the facts of the matter come out, there's going to be a certain percentage of people that are so bought into this thing, they can't let it go. And it's a sunk cost theory, right? Right. And mass formation psychosis and mass formation psychosis. And they've all, the entire population has been gaslit. It's pretty interesting that mm-hmm. the entire media apparatus right now is trying to convince everybody through using the tools of mass uh, psychosis mm-hmm. that mass psychosis doesn't exist. Well, you know who's going to depend upon it to get it, you know, to, to obscure all this, to, to get people distracted. And um, yeah. I hope I hope I hope people are waking up, you know, and, and we're doing our part to to try and get that information out for you. Don't take our word for it. Look around. Um, look at this. It's all out there. I urge everyone to go out and watch the Project Veritas video. It explains it within f- ten minutes. Or or don't and and go 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 have popcorn with Brian Stelter and be the the only other person watching CNN uh, yeah. for their spin on the news. Um, Go out there and find all the different sources of information. Project Veritas, everybody everybody out there has to understand something. I don't just follow Project Veritas blindly because they tell me what I want to hear. No. I follow Project Veritas and trust their information because they have been sued like mm-hmm. 18 million times. And every time they get sued, somebody has to file a retraction yep. or they sue for a retraction. Every time they win every case. Every single, every single time that to me is integrity, honor, and truth. Correct. Nothing. They have never published any misinformation or anything that's not true. And they verify it. They're, they're doing the true art of journalism. Correct. So they're the last of their breed. You know, uh, Fox news isn't great, but it's, it's better than nothing. Uh, they're, they're doing their best job that they can do. Yep. That being said, we hope everyone's enjoyed the show. We want to hear about what you think. Uh, you can get a hold of us. So you can get me on my getter page at, at Bravo Golf 5902. You can email the, the podcast, sig50podcast at protonmail.com. Or you can get a hold of me on my email um, and you have any comments or thoughts at Bravo Golf 5902 at pm.me. That's Bravo Golf 5902 at pm.me. 
And we thank you all so much for hanging with us and in learning something along with myself. Alpha, great, great job. That was uh, some really uh, big investigations that <laughs> we really had to take for that stuff too. It wasn't out in the open. Well, I'm just glad to be able to present the information to everybody. And, and I hope that the explanation that I presented of the genesis of the information that DARPA that was released, that were the report from DARPA uh, that was released, the genesis and how it came about. I think that's a valuable explanation, uh, understanding what DARPA is and what DARPA does and their process for procuring research and development through their BAA process. It's not something that the general population understands. Okay. Right. And I'm glad to be able to present that information. Um, if anybody wants to learn more, contact us. And I can I can send some information. We can send some links to you about the BAA process and how that works, right? Yep. And what DARPA is, right? Everybody go on the web, go to DARPA, go read their web page. It'll tell you everything that you need to know. You can even download their open BAAs. Mm. So you can understand the technology problems and challenges that they're looking for. Solutions. Yep. All there. It's all, all there. It's all it's all public. It's all public. Didn't all give right. you any didn't give you any classified or any behind the curtain information. Nope. Nothing. It's this all, all out in the open. It's all open source. So well, there you go, folks. That's it. Thank you very much for joining us. Look for changes. Follow us on Telegram. Look for us on locals. Getter. Uh true social when that comes out. We'll go do that kind of thing. And in the meanwhile, stay safe out there. Be good. Eat your Wheaties. Get some <laughs> vitamin D. Thanks, Alpha. Great, great, great information. I learned a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Enjoy your day, everybody. Thanks so much. Bye. Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our Signal 50 transmission.